Blog Talk Radio. Thank you. That's a wonderful song to begin with. Hello, everyone. Welcome. So let's start our beautiful family gathering with coming together in our pillars of light. And we're just going to be so sweet and simple with this today. Just know that you are perfect in your pillar. You are surrounded with Mother and Father's honey love always. They are holding hands with us every second. We are anchored with our feet on Mother Earth, so we always have a connection to her. Everything we do together is in each other's name. And we expand in our loving heart to connect with our family across the world who are listening now and in the future now and in the past now, in this one precious moment of now. And we are one and always will be and always have been family. Mother and Father, Mother Earth, Company of Heaven, I just ask that you stay very close with us during this call. Stay close with us and let us feel you intimately during this transition time. We know you're always with us. So help open up every channel possible to let us feel your closeness for nurturing and reassurance and love and help us expand in this project together. Thank you. Welcome, everybody. This today's call is Archangel Michael. You can't see something unless you are willing to see it in yourself. And he brought us such a sweet message to tickle us all to come join this call. I would love to read his words. Dear family of light, you are all feeling something, something strange and unsettling perhaps, some event or upheaval in the environment you can't quite define, but you are perceiving enormous shifts that are shattering patterns changing previous definitions of life you were once accustomed to. 
You are correct. There has been a massive cosmic action underway, and you are playing a unique part in it. You are literally dismantling the matrix and the grid that supported it. Every one of your loving choices, every action in service to others, chips away at the disintegrating illusion, making a way for more light, expanding and strengthening the newly evolving crystalline grid. You are feeling the impact of your own ascension on the whole mission of bringing light back to planet Earth and beyond. Come closer, dear hearts. Look through my eyes. See how as above, so below also means as inside you, so outside you. This is what we mean by transmuting. As unique beings and as representatives of God in human garb, you are the event, the experience, and the enlightenment. Lightworkers, we hear your cry for relief and release. Come together for warm family support and joyful reunion. This is a time for unity and combined action. Thank you, beloved Michael, for those words. We look forward to hearing more from you. For everyone who might be new to us, our website is whoneedslight.org. You can find past messages and newsletters there as well as sign up to get our newsletters. Our Facebook page is Who Needs Light. A special thank you for all of your generous donations. Catherine and Christine literally live off them for their spiritual work for all of us as a family and enable them to come together with these calls and bring you these messages. I speak for all of us when we say from our, from our hearts, thank you so much, and your sweet loving notes as well. Well, welcome, Catherine, but before that, I wanted to let you all know that Christine is very, very sick, but she says <laughs> that her inner knowing, her inner knowing of our unfolding and everlasting freedom is absolute with every single choice for love, we heal. We displace what was suffering and distortion with God's light. Well, you just practically read my Megan Owen report right out from Enderby, Christine, but you do that a lot. <laughs> Thank you, sweetheart. We're sending you love and always wrapping you in hugs during this call. So be at peace and absorb all of our love while you sit there and beam on us as well. Welcome, Catherine. Hi, Meg. Thank you for that intro. And yes, I can I can vouch for the fact that Christine is resolute, is relentless in her sticking it for the light. She works hard and she's very sick from the transmuting. And she emits a pillar of light the whole time that is just amazing. So, yeah, we're all going to send our, our best wishes and our love to Christine. 
but Michael's going to talk about that in a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah, thanks for the welcome. And I'm just going to give um, Megan, I'm just going to give a little update, a uh, brief update about the retreat information. Um, people who have listened to calls and, and gotten our messages know that we're planning a retreat in New York on April 24th to May 1st. Um, it's sort of a first-come, first-served, because that's the fair way to do it. Um, guided, of course, all guided by the company of heaven. And I just want to brag a little bit on Christine. She has put together the most wonderful welcome package that gives details and recipes and events that will be covered and some teasers and some explanations and some beautiful pictures, just a a gorgeous presentation and a beautiful package that you will love reading. So feel free, those of you who might be interested, maybe can't make it to this retreat, but we will use the same general format. Of course, we never do two that are exactly the same, but the same general format and all the goodies that are in this one will be goodies in the next retreat as well. So um, if you think that you might want to come to a, a later retreat, then by all means ask for a welcome package. We're glad to send it to you, and you will love reading it. As I was talking to Meg earlier, she made a comment about the <laughs> welcome package. Meg, would you repeat what she said? I did. I think I ascended reading the package, literally. <laughs> like I, I chose to come back for humanity, and I'm sort of happy, but I think I actually ascended. <laughs> it was so full of cute laughter and giraffes and magicness and and you know, I'm personally glad I'm going. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> yeah wait you please. See the just, oh. <laughs> so even if you have a hint or an inkling, right? Package. It you know, even just reading it, even if you can't see the how quite yet, you know, the company of heaven said they move in lightning fashion now. So, even mm-hmm. if your heart just says, "Oh, I'd love to go," just ask Catherine and Christine to send it to you and read it because it just just the vibration and and offers some opening in your life that maybe wasn't there before and it just tickles it open that is really fun to see unfold. So go ahead, right in. Even if you can't see it, mm-hmm. it's really quite a beautiful thing to read. Yes. So, you know, we're happy to send that out. Um, and we're so excited. I mean, it's just Planning a retreat is always fun, but this one just feels like a new level of excitement and sharing and anticipation. Mm-hmm. And well, Christine is a in in addition to the many other things she does so well, she's also a wonderful event planner. So it's organized. It's it's beautifully planned out. And the fun things we're going to do, well, a lot of them are mentioned in the welcome package, so I won't go into it in detail, but it's an exciting time. And with the energies rising the way they are, well, 
it gets faster every day. Things are getting faster and faster and mm-hmm. brighter and brighter. So I was mm-hmm. going to talk a little bit about what's going on uh, around mm. here, and I think when we talk about these things, um, our perspective from here in High Falls and yours from there in Georgia, we mm-hmm. find a lot of in common are happening. So here in New York, it's been, especially the last week or so, the winds are fierce and kind of eerie feeling, um, different from anything I remember. Not not frightening, but just turbulent and dramatic. So one day it's snowing, and the next day it's 70 degrees. And then two days later it's snowing again. So the swings have been dramatic, like March always is, but seems everything seems more so right now. The the animals are responding and our of course our little animals here. One day they're just mellow and calm and the next day they look like their nerves are on fire. They're agitated, they don't quite know what to do with themselves. They're the cats are talking a lot. And Che, who's a fairly silent chihuahua <laughs> has days when he barks a lot and he's barking at the windows or at the at the doorways and or at something he sees so there is a lot going on and as we've talked about as, as Sananda has mentioned and as others like um Sheldon and um Cobra and some others have been talking about the the battle of good versus evil that's been playing out. It feels like that, this, that this is like the end game. And the light has already won. I know Michael's going to talk about that, but the light has already won. That's not in question. But it has to play out. It has to play out for us and for the part we're choosing to play in it has to play out for the light workers and for the dark ones as well. So what we do right now is so important. We choose moment by moment. And this is what Michael's going to talk about. I think this choosing is not just about what you see in yourself or your your progress up till this time with your deep diving and so on. It's about moment-to-moment choices. So we get letters all the time from folks who talk about what we mention on the shows and talk about how they follow the messages. And it goes in waves. You know, there was a period a while back when everyone was feeling so sick and they, the transmuters um Many didn't realize that their illnesses were so related to what they're transmuting. And now there's been a new kind of uh, theme where they write in to thank the masters who whose messages come through us. And what they say so often is that it offers them comfort and support to keep going. 
And, oh, yes, I feel that, too. The messages are so comforting and reassuring. So that's part of what we're here for, too. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, yeah, you've, you've felt that, too, haven't you, Meg? Yeah, very much. And I sort of second the <clears throat> the words you were sharing about the the sometimes dramatic environmental changes going on. And, you know, we mm-hmm. all know March is us. Um, it's this area where, you know, we're living in the United States. I don't know how it's like around the world, but March is is always sort of that flux and change month when winter mm-hmm. is, you know, finishing and the winds bring in the new spring. And uh, we've had... Wind is always part of March, but this wind has been dramatic. Bursts of 40 miles an hour and then calm and then bursts of 30 and then calm. And I'm looking out on my porch thinking, surely my furniture has been thrown over to the side. And, <laughs> and yeah, so the same thing. And then um, today it's 70, and tonight there's a chance of snow. So that's... <laughs> pretty bizarre <laughs> you know and usually we get a, a warning and then the next day it'll be you know 70 degrees and and I'll add to that that it also feels of course the energetic changes and the energetic opportunities that are coming with the flux of mm. mother and father's light and what that affords us at this time and how we choose to use the the flux and the energetic waves that are coming in and how we recognize them and ride them and choose in them and and how that feels and how that is a special form of mastery that is we're all hmm. doing expert practice in right now. <laughs> sort of like right. we're learning to surf, right? We're all learning how to surf and hang ten and boogie on the board and all those things and 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 it's uh yeah and we get better and better the more we we put our toes in the water so yeah well i've got a megan owen you have a megan owen report don't you for us oh okay great so um you're comfortable with me diving in that part oh sorry did i did i cut you off were you going to say something else no, I was saying I always want to hear what you have to say about okay, good. <laughs> <current events. laughs> yeah. Well, this is the same thing. It just is a continuation of what, you know, Catherine and Christine and the Company of Heaven have been, been sharing with us is, is this has come as our party for Meg. So here we go. <laughs> and for and everyone. on the... Yeah, exactly, exactly. I just get a microphone every blue moon. <laughs> but everybody has their own microphone out there with their world. And so life on the Georgia farm, and um, I live in a, I lived in an animal house. And for those of you who have seen Animal House with John Belushi and the keg parties, et cetera, it's, it's not that kind. <laughs> it's not the, it's not the uh, Dan Aykroyd and the fun music. It is literally an animal house. And over time, as I have uh, chosen to welcome new members to our family, 
from rescue situations and humane society and just adoptions on the road. We've grown to five animals here, and it was <laughs> over time. It just was five animals, and I turned around, and next thing you know, I live in an animal house where literally every single piece of furniture, including my bed, is animal furniture. Now, of course, we know that I didn't just turn around, and this is how I lived. It was choice by choice being in a slightly, sometimes not so slightly, imbalanced state. Hmm. So we never just wake up imbalanced. It is a... Choice by choice, like Catherine said. Mm-hmm. So choice by choice, I chose imbalance. And then I woke up in a crescendo, in a critical state, where I could see so clearly and so lovingly because mother and father's light are so beautifully bright right now that I can't help but see it. Mm-hmm. So, But I also couldn't help but feel it. And as I attempt in our spiritual practice to expand and anchor more light, I see more clearly. So I've been wanting to address this for a long time, but felt overwhelmed on where to start. I can't even invite humans to my home because they have no place to sit. (laughs) So I was sort of lonely except for the furry animals, and it's sort of embarrassing to say, but I know you love me anyway. Okay, so... So, we love it that you're so, so parent of us. Thank you. So in comes Catherine. Thank God. <laughs> Literally. Catherine comes down for a visit, and lo and behold, I have a new pair of loving eyes on my house. And she says, oh, I see. <laughs> wow, this is a unique way to live. <laughs> in her loving, loving, unconditional self. And then I shared with her that I'm not happy. And the animals aren't happy. I can tell. We're out of balance. And I shared with her my heart's desire for harmony and coming into a new way of living with not only my beautiful furry friends who are so sweet to be with me here as grand teachers, but also myself. And I needed a new way of being in relationship within. And then when I got a hold of that, it will manifest outside of me. So we worked Hmm. on it. We talked about it and we worked on it and we shared and I said where I felt stuck and I shared my deepest tears with her and love of my animals and deep desire for their freedom and their comfort, yet I was sacrificing my comfort and that was out of balance. So it, when she was here, she saw mm-hmm. a new way of flowing my house. She saw the rooms. She loves, she's a former architect, love, she still is an architectural lover. <laughs> so she has this way of spatial, seeing spatial and knowing the flow of buildings. So she could look at my house and say, oh, what if you tried this? What if the flow would look like this? And I went, that's it, that's it. That's the answer I've been looking for that I just couldn't see around by myself. 
And this was such a lesson in how we are here to be in community together to tackle all the places that we feel stuck that somebody else isn't stuck and they can see and help us. So it was a grand reminder that in community and in unity, we all can help each other with Mm -hmm. our tender places. So so sweet. I was so grateful. Catherine, I still am so just continually am grateful for that time when you were here. And so (laughs) I dove in. Animals. I dove in all fours. And I I looked at my house a whole new way. And I saw all the used furniture, I saw all the used things, and out they went. Everything that was touched and not new was out. Furniture, clothes, towels, sheets, <laughs> shoes, everything, rugs. And I cleaned and cleaned and cleaned and cleaned and cleaned. Wow. Yep. And then, so during that time, which was really helpful for me, very, it was critical is once I saw the area of imbalance and with uh-huh. Catherine's help, and I knew I was out of balance and with Catherine's help I started this solution, I had to choose. I chose that I wanted healing in this area, and I wanted it now. Now time could roll out in transition, but I wanted it now, and I said it out loud. And Catherine's my witness. <laughs> and <laughs> then from that choice for healing, like Christine said, with every choice we make in love, we heal. And I said, I want this imbalance heal, healed. Please come help me. Mother and Father, company of heaven, my angels, Arcturians, everyone, Mother Earth, higher selves of my animals, come and help me. And then I walked in faith knowing that I would be shown the way and I could feel it. And mm-hmm. this is a new way. Ten years ago, I wouldn't, have, I wouldn't have interacted this way. And it makes all the difference during the transitions. During each one of you have your own story like this. Each one of you is going through your own unique type of transition where, like Michael said, you're seeing the patterns of interaction, the ways of relating to each other, humans, animals, nature, the planet, the company of heaven, your own self. So I know you are already seeing exactly what this is that's unfolding in your life. Um, but what's different is even though I'm a human alone in this house, I know I'm not alone. So... I called in every possible level of being I knew, and I asked for help and guidance and helping me through this transition and choosing moment by moment, which I didn't always, I'm not always doing. I'm seeing where I'm impatient and I need help with being patient with the animals as we transition to a new way of being together. This is four years of a pattern. So I recognize that in the transition, I must choose, not just I chose in my heart, but I have to choose every moment for patience and kindness and compassion and ease and grace. So what I'm asking for now is I said, Sananda, you are the peacemaker. Help me. Give me the transmission of 
peaceful transition so I can be as kind and as gentle with these animals as as they transition with me. And it's really helped. And then Christine taught me how to work with grids and work with the light architects and work with the angels, which we all learned two weeks ago. And you want to hear people calling for bucket angels and zap sucker (laughs) angels and broom angels with French maid outfits. And I'm talking, I went to town three and four and five times a day to ask for continual clearing and regridding and new security codes and regridding and Ashtar and Michael and Owen and and it felt different. You know, mm-hmm. it felt different this time. And and we're still in process, we're still in transition, but I can see how it's gonna look. And um. I'm asking for grace as I go. And I know this is what we're all doing. I know we're all here at some level of our life where relationships are changing and work is changing and children are changing and schools are changing and and all the things are going on as this beautiful light is coming in showing all the little place all the places that need healing and sometimes it looks like chaos in the transition and sometimes it doesn't it doesn't always have to look like chaos mine looks right. a little bit like chaos but <laughs> it doesn't always you know but but well, I, I want to add something, so Meg, to your yeah, story. Um, go ahead. I mean, you made it sound like it was my idea, but it was so funny because you were so ready. <laughs> I would say something like, well, what would you think about, and you would finish the sentence. <laughs> and what if you were to, and you were already off and running. So you were so ready for this, and you had already seen the imbalance, and you were on it, ready to make the shift. And it it was just fun to have someone say, yeah, that would be a good thing to do. (laughs) (laughs) So you were already there. (laughs) And I and love the way you just... we all are, aren't we? You yes. know? Yes. The light many, is so high. Are... And yep. We look around and go, oh, yeah, I see that in a new light. Time to go. Time to change it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was really fun. And I can just see you're rolling it out and embellishing <laughs> and having fun with it. And I've got rugs, animals. and I've got dog beds, and I've got special oh. doors I'm building, and I've got fluffy treats, and, you know, <laughs> and it really, I'm, again, grateful because as we come into unity consciousness, I, I'm being, I'm choosing to really feel what they need in a mm-hmm. new light, you know, so... And they don't want an animal house. I mean, right. You'd think they and would. And this goes for children, too, But they really too, don't. <laughs> <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know? And so, and, and feeling that and trusting and asking for help. And the time is so where we don't do anything alone anymore. And mm-hmm. we have legions and, and arenas of of light beings that are here to help us. And 
So the time is so different, and we can just move through things so quickly. So that's my update from the from the Georgia farm. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I think we're ready now for the Megan Owen report. Well, that think? was that was the Megan Owen report. So that was it. Oh, it was. All right. Yep. That mm-hmm. was that was our report from the farm. So. How do you feel right. about? That's the official yeah. title, then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You well, you of course included Owen in all of this. You didn't. Some of it you left out. That you were talking to Owen the whole time about. You know, what do you think about this choice? And how do you like mm-hmm. that idea? So mm-hmm. you were right in there with Owen as well as the angels and the, you know, yes. other ascended masters and. Yeah, leader right. and their higher selves. Yeah, you had the whole yeah. team there. <laughs> okay, thanks, Owen. Thank you, Meg. Yeah. <laughs> so, how do you feel about? Is Michael ready to come in and say howdy? <laughs> Michael's always ready to say howdy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. You um, you gave the title of what he was going to talk about. You can't see something unless you're willing to see it in yourself. Mm-hmm. So, um, of course, Christine usually channels Michael, but I'm delighted to have a chance to talk with Michael today. So let's see what he has to say. All right, I'll let Catherine take a nice breath and connect with our dear brother Michael and we welcome you Michael as always although I bet you've been listening the whole time haven't you oh yes Meg of course (laughs) I'm listening and you know a lot of those choices I'd like to say I may have um, Owen and I may have talked it over a little bit since (laughs) I love to be in on decorating things and colors we love colors so, yeah, we're all interested in your project there at the farm because you're making things shine and sparkle in a brand new way. So you're our fun example of what's going on in the world of changing your day-to-day life in a very dramatic and exciting way. So we all get a kick out of that. So thank you for your examples, and thanks, Owen, for helping her with that, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we know you're having fun with it. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to talk about seeing something, seeing things clearly. And I chose that title You can't see something unless you're willing, underline that word, willing, to see it in yourself. Now, this applies to all kinds of things. We're not just talking about mental and emotional issues. We're not just talking about psychotherapy here. Or even the kind of deep diving that so many of you have been doing recently, where you really look deeply in yourself to find blockages and programming and um, 
and are using the violet fire, as St. Germain has, has taught us, it's a good step. That deep diving has really prepared you for now. And now you can take it further. So look at what you see in yourself. We're not just talking about the faults that you find in yourself or the problems that you've had or your reluctance to change, those kinds of things. Of course, those were important to see and identify. But there's a much brighter way of seeing this. When you see something in yourself, let's call it God consciousness. When you see yourself as a part of the one, you begin to see everything differently. When you see your connection to God, you begin to see your connection to the consciousness in a tree, in a dolphin pod, in elementals. And many folks didn't even think about elementals until recently. Some did, of course, those who were very close to the earth. But now you're learning a new way of seeing the world. When you see yourself as an expression of God, an expression of God's will and God's love, when you see yourself in the heart of God, in the breath of God, then you see everything differently. You see, as Meg has described, she's seeing her animals differently. She's talking to their higher selves. How many people were used to talking to the higher self of their animal? There's even still this ridiculous debate going on about whether dogs have a soul. (laughs) Well, if you have a dog or you've known a dog closely, you know that of course they have a soul. They love, they yearn to evolve, they yearn to be of service. That's what they come for, to help humans. Many animals are like that. They've told the story here about a neighbor who came to say, well, there's this deer following the cat, Bam Bam, around the yard. Is she in any danger? (laughs) No. Bam Bam is under the protection of the local deer. They've taken it upon themselves to protect and watch over her. Now, when you begin to see those things, and you begin to see that you have it in yourself to be not just the messenger of God, but to be God here in a body. That is who you are. 
That is what it means to be human. That is what it means to be the new golden age. It's not something we're bringing in from above. It's something we're doing together, but especially that you are creating there on the earth. I mentioned as above, so below, and as within, so without. The thoughts, the feelings you have are now what you powerfully create around you, especially because of the increased light and frequency. Frequency as in how often something happens. Increasing frequency means things speed up. Mm-hmm. When you raise your <clears throat> excuse me, when you raise your sights, when you raise your your feeling of yourself, your definition of yourself to be merged with us, with God. You are creating the new golden age. We've called it building a bridge. It is that. But we've already built the bridge. It's done. The bridge is there. And so many of you are full speed ahead, running to greet us, to welcome us into your lives. This is an enormous shift that's been happening. As the light increases, as all of you become familiar with talking to us and considering us a part of your lives, not just that you are God's child, not just that you are part of the one. You know, in religions, it's always been made to sound like you're you're a little grain of sand in the enormous sea it's not true every one of you is unique and every one of you has the energy and the power to create and you are creating the life that you're living now and with every choice to bring love into the smallest situation, the smallest experience, you are creating the new golden age. And now, of course, when we talk about the new golden age, we also talk about the doorway, the domino, one of the first dominoes that is to bring in the golden age, which is the RV. Well, I want to reassure you Many folks write in and ask questions about, well, things seem to ch- seem to change all the time. We're told, you know, you have to watch out for the banks, and then we're told it's okay. And Well, I want to reassure you very directly. Many people ask, who do I need to take into my exchange with me? Do I need a team of lawyers to go with me? Do I need someone to protect me or to 
present my best interests? Well, I can tell you, first of all, you will need some help afterwards because, of course, it's a huge job and you don't all want to be uh, to have this new profession of managing money and giving away money. So you'll need a team to help you. And your teams are already in place. Your professionals who will guide you, who will help you out, who will make the road ahead easy for you, are already in place. You have a team. You are a team. And when the time is right, they will appear to you. You're not going to have to search and wonder and worry about how you're going to proceed and how is this all going to be. The company of heaven are really good planners. (laughs) (laughs) And we have your best interests at heart, always. We know what you want and what you need. We know what you like to do and what you don't like. We have carefully planned. Each one of you has a team helping with this to plan the most graceful, easiest, elegant way that you're all going to proceed into this new day of abundance and prosperity. It will be far easier than you ever thought because, as we've said, the matrix is crumbling away. And the more choices you make to be in love, to stand in the light, the easier your path becomes. The more widely the doors open for you, the more people rush to help you. You've seen that, haven't you? Every time you make a leap of faith, you make a decision based on your knowing that this is a good thing. It is happening. It is real. And every time you place your faith in that, doors open. You've all experienced it. You might call it serendipity or you may it used to be you called it good luck. Well, good luck is called the company of heaven. <laughs> <laughs> your guides, your higher self, your twin flame. That is your good luck. And your serendipity. (laughs) We know. We see it unfolding. Of course, there have been shifts and changes, and you call them delays, but they're really opportunities. They've been opportunities as time goes on. Look how you've all changed. Look how the world has changed. Things are lined up now to unfold in perfection. We only need you there, carrying the ball, doing your part, 
and making your choices day by day. It's a new time. Now you're reaping what you've done. You're literally reaping the prosperity and abundance that you voted for with your faith. And your constant actions to keep this going, in spite of what seemed to be endless delays. Well, they weren't. Everything is better. Because it has unfolded in this way. Everything will be easier for you because you have grown. You've grown into it. Now... Use your fire, the fire in your heart, to raise yourself, to keep going, to see what's in yourself that can bring this about. Your fire is the flame of God. Your fire is what brings all of this into being. Of course we can guide you. But you're the ones who are making it happen. And when you use the violet fire, you're not only creating wonderful things with your faith, at the same time you're burning away the old undoing, literally undoing the matrix, building a new grid of sparkling light that is protection, that is a kind of environment that you're creating around yourselves that's far more than protection. It's light, it's life, it's laughter and joy for you and everyone you include in your beautiful grid. Now, before I close, I want to give a bow to our Christine and ask you all to do a small action today in her behalf. I know how much you like to join together, join your hearts together to create something of beauty. So do as we've suggested before. Send me a packet of your love or send it to Mother and ask Mother, please send this on to help Christine with her healing with her joyful completion of this part of the project that she's been working so hard on. We are with all of you in the same way, lightworkers. Let's also make a package to send out to all the lightworkers who have worked so hard. And you know, when you send you, a light worker, 
send a packet, a present of your love to other light workers and they send it to you, it's not a one to one exchange. The light increases exponentially. So let's have a come as you are party where our exchange gifts are packets of love and light and healing for one another. So here we go. You have your package ready? Now send it out. Oh, I'm already being showered with gifts (laughs) of love and light. And I'm ready to pass them on. Oh, what a beautiful Christmas day. (laughs) (laughs) All right. As Christine would say, it's a party. (laughs) Come as you are. So here we are. (laughs) And thank you all. I'm going to turn this back to Meg to say so long to all of you while we put on the Soweto Choir, the beautiful Soweto Choir who sings This Little Light of Mine. Okay, so long, everybody. I am your Archangel Michael. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, everyone, for being here. We'll gather together next Saturday at 2. A blessed week for everyone. We love you so. session is no longer being recorded. Goodbye.